annual toy drive your chance to give back to the community by helping a child have a happy holiday. Stop by Voxwave Studios, 4711 Auth Place, Suitland, Maryland, and donate all your unwrapped toys no later than December 20th. It's our second annual toy drive sponsored by Urban Style Media, Voxwave.com, and Star Imports the home of the boutique car buying experience. So enjoy your holidays and give back to the kids of the DMV. Business owners, looking for a place to advertise your business and promote your products and services? Voxwave is the right place. We have over 10,000 views a day and 70,000 listeners a month. For more information, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455. Voxwave now features a streaming radio media player on our website's front page, where local artists can get their music played 24-7. For more information on getting your music in rotation or to perform live at our studio, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455. Android users, the VoxWave app is now available in the Google Play Store. Download the app today on your Android device to listen in and view programs. DJ Rick Entertainment. DJ Rick Entertainment, hottest DJ in the DMV area, CEO of Step Your Game Up and the Youth Project Show. The DJ on the Heartbeat Conga Hour and sound engineer for a variety of bands. DJ Rick Entertainment is your number one company for all your stage and sound event needs. Call 202-390-1151. That's 202-390-1151. DJ Rick Entertainment. See, but God loves you that long. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everyone, and welcome to the Prayer, Praise, and Deliverance broadcast with yours truly, Elder Thurman Gorman, Jr. Amen. We're thankful for this day. The Bible says this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice, and we will be glad in it. So we're grateful to be here this Saturday morning. Amen. We're grateful for life, health, and strength. Thank God for the mind to serve him and to seek him and to call 
upon the name of the Lord. The Lord has been so good to us, and we hope that your Thanksgiving was blessed and that you had a wonderful holiday with your family and your friends. Amen. And amen. Just being able to fellowship and to enjoy your family is a great blessing. Truly, in the midst of all that we are experiencing in life, amen, truly, we can be blessed if we can, amen, be able to rejoice and to thank God for what the Lord has done for us. So we are here to begin our broadcast. Amen. We want to begin our broadcast with prayer. Amen. For the Bible said men ought always to pray and not to faint. So we're grateful to be here this morning. Amen. Bow your heads with us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity that you blessed us to be able to come into the studio and to be able to broadcast and to be able to share word this morning. Oh God, as your psalm has said, this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and we will be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Oh, we are glad to be in your presence this morning and we are asking, Lord, that you would send the glory cloud, that you would send your anointing into this place on this morning. Bless us, Lord God. We have a great expectation as we come today that you will speak to us and that you will bless us and that you will help us through the hearing of your word. For your word says, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So we are grateful, oh God, just to be here. We're thanking you for blessing and supplying all of our needs and even for keeping us through this season and helping us and giving us out the opportunity to give thanks unto your name. You've been so good to us. Oh God, you blessed and supplied our every need. And Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done for us, Lord God. Oh, we thank you for the victory. Oh, we thank you for salvation. We thank you for healing. We thank you for everything, Father. And we're asking you, God, that you would bless us as we gather here this morning. We ask that you would anoint us in your anointing. Send your power, Lord. Anoint us to do what you have called us to do. Bless somebody. Heal somebody. Deliver somebody. Set somebody free. Lord God, as only you can, we ask these blessings in Jesus' name and let everybody say amen. Amen. We are grateful, amen, for the prayers because we know that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Amen. We want to share a scripture with you this morning. Amen. Out of the word of God. Amen. We just want to take a moment to share a word with you. Amen. And of 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 consolation, a word of victory, a word that will encourage you on your way. Amen. We want to go to Amen the Psalm this morning. Amen. We want to we'll have that ready for you here in a minute. We want to go to the book of Psalms and we want to go to the one hundred division. Amen. Here, Amen. David speaks to us. Amen. A very familiar psalm. Amen. But I think it will speak volumes to us and help us, Lord God, that we would just hear the word of God. Amen. The one hundred division of Psalms says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth to all 
generations. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. And may his words sink deep in our hearts and take root. And we may live and grow therein. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. We're thankful, amen, for, amen, just the word of God. We're thankful again for broadcast, another opportunity to come into the studio, amen, to be able to bless the name of the Lord. For his name is a strong tower, and the righteous runneth into it, and they are safe. Amen. So we are going to prepare to begin our broadcast. We want to draw your attention, amen, to the book of Philippians. Amen. Turn with us. Amen. The Lord will speak to us from the third chapter. And amen. We're going to begin reading round about. Amen. The first verse. We're going to start from the first verse and we're going to read. Amen. That verse. Amen. That we may. Amen. Have the word of God to bless us in the name of Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord says, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me indeed, is not grievous, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted laws for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things, but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung that I may win Christ, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. And reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to go back because I left the most important word out in this verse on the 12th verse. I'm going to read it again because I want to do that. 
It says, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. And may the Lord sow a word in our souls that will encourage us. Amen. And that will give us, amen, strength. Amen. That will give us victory. Amen. That will, amen, strengthen our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to speak to you from a topic this morning. Amen. It says, if I knew then, would I know now? Amen. If I knew then, would I know now? We're all very familiar with that saying. Amen. We've also, we've all been in some type of conversation. Amen. As we grow older and even as we, amen, gain experience in life. Amen. We've used that saying in conversation. Amen. I know I have. Amen. I've been talking to some friends or constituents on the job and amen. I've learned some new things in life and amen. I think about amen, the strength, amen, and the ability I had as a young man, amen. And I often said, if I knew then what I know now, man, I would be, I would be a bad man. Amen. And amen. That amen, that comment is always said after We've been through something after we've been through a struggle or or even when we're in the midst of something that we are regretting. Amen. We want a quick way out. Amen. We often, amen, use that as a means to regret. Amen. What we've gone through the process of our spiritual maturity. Amen. We quote those words. Sometimes we're fantasizing about what we could have been. Amen. Or what, amen, could have happened. And we use those words. Amen. If I knew then what I know now. Amen. We want, may want to go back and regress over some bad decisions that we may have made in life. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to go back. I just want to read some things that God laid on my heart that I want to share with you. That kind of goes into with the saying, amen, that we're having. Amen. A popular, it's a popular saying, but it is a useless saying amen just something that we amen as an old wise favor we would hear the older folks say amen as they got way down in life they said you know they would look at the younger generation and said if i knew now what i knew then amen i would have accomplished so much more i would have done more amen and it says amen and it shows our desire to go back in time or or if we could do something over again. Amen. I would do this or I would do that if I had the opportunity. I would have attended college or I would have started a I would have I would have started a family later on. Amen. I wouldn't have done it so young. Amen. I would not have got married so early. Amen. Amen. We all have at one time or another just pondered about being able to have to do it all over again. Amen. But who we are is uniquely, amen, attached, amen, to, amen, who we are today. Amen. Our past, amen, our past experiences, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, amen, amen. They are made, they have made us who we are, amen, today, amen. And reason why we can say, amen, if I knew then what I know now is because, amen, we have learned from our experiences. And this 
this is the type of conversation Paul was having on another level with the Philippian churches. Amen. He wanted, he looked at his past and he looked at the things that he had learned and he looked at the things that he had achieved. Amen. In life. Amen. We can tell through scripture that Paul, and we know by the Bible that Paul was a Pharisee. Amen. He sat under the feet of Gamaliel. Amen. And he was taught according to the perfect law. Amen. And they prided. Amen. Israel prided themselves in the law and who they were as God's people. Amen. They had the promises. They had the blessings and they still have them today. Amen. But Paul was wrapped up. Amen. In the ceremonial portion of the law. And amen. His knowledge of the law and his knowledge of who he were and his pride and what God had said he were. Amen. It crippled him from becoming what God wanted to do in his life. But it was amen. Only after amen. He had his encounter with Jesus while he was on his way on the Damascus road to lock up the saints. Amen. Amen. To prosecute the people of God because they were worshiping. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ because they were doing something different because God had revealed unto them the way of salvation and what God's plan for man's life would be. God always had a plan that he would have a people called by his name. Amen. But like it is like it was then it is now. Amen. A lot of folk. Amen. Don't accept new things. Amen. They don't accept a new view. Amen. They only think that they can serve God or do. Amen. What they do according to what they have been taught. As if. Amen. What they have been taught is the only view or the only opinion. But here Paul goes back into his past. Amen. And he was taught according to the law. Amen. But he didn't know that God had another plan that God was moving in another direction. But when God. Amen. Allowed him to be, amen, struck blind and knocked off the horse. And he went into the house of one Ananias and the Lord, amen, led Ananias to pray for him. Amen. The Lord led him, amen, to tarry with him. And the Lord filled him with the Holy Ghost. And God, amen, took him away into the desert of Arabia and taught him and indoctrinated him, amen, according, amen, to the law, amen, and how, amen, what the, the purpose of the law truly was was intended to do and amen how that amen he had transitioned and brought us into grace and opened the door of faith amen not only to the Jews but to the Gentiles and when he got this he was able to look back on the things that he'd done and found out that all things amen were done that he may win Christ he had to get rid of everything he had to abandon everything that he was taught and though he had some regrets amen what he had amen and Counted and what he had been taught and what he was experiencing now was far greater and far superior to what he meant his upbringing was. So, amen. We all have these types of conversations. And Paul shares them with us. Amen. How God transitioned him from where he was. Amen. And to the man he was today. It was nothing that he could do about his past and nothing you can do about your past, what you have done, the mistakes that you have made but as a man God began to talk with me on this morning he began to let me know that I don't need to despise the mistakes that I have because those mistakes amen those amen encounters in my upbringing and the things that I went through in life amen they brought me to where I am today they conditioned my heart to receive the Holy Ghost and to receive the message of the Lord Jesus Christ 
so we don't have to, amen, regret what we've been through because God is at work in our lives and he is seeking to save us even now. Amen. There are mistakes made and there are things done that we regret, but we can know that God is working on us. If we keep our faith and our trust in God, God is going to save us. He's going to deliver us. He's going to bring us out because, amen, he's not only a God of your past, but he's a God of your present and a God of your future. And God is helping us to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. I don't care, amen, how long you've got the Holy Ghost or how long you've been saved. Amen. God is still at work in your life. But Paul, amen, puts the greater emphasis on forgetting those things which are behind. Forgetting the things, amen, that tripped him up, of the things that worked against him. And he's pressing toward a new mark in his life. And that's the greatest thing we can do as Christians. We can press toward the mark for the prize of the calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Because we have a new hope. Amen. We have new dreams and new aspirations. And we have a God. Amen. That is transitioning us from this life unto eternal life. I'm so glad that I've got a new hope. I'm so glad that I've got new joy. I'm so glad that I have a fresh anointing on my life. Amen. And yes, while, amen, the things of the past circulate in my mind, amen, I quickly, amen, correct that and amen, put my mind on the things that are going to build me up and prepare me for eternal life. There's a song, amen, that they used to sing. You don't hear those songs anymore, but the song says, build your hopes on things eternal and hold to God's unchanging hands. Can I get a witness this morning? We need to hold on to God's unchanging hands and embrace the things that he has for our lives. There's a scripture that says, eyes have not seen nor ears have heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Amen. Jesus told them in John, he said, yea, I go away to prepare a place for you that where I am, amen, you may be also. Amen. God is not concerned about our past because our past is what it is. And everybody has a past. Amen. Everybody has a future. Amen. But it's based upon the choices that we make, whether we're going to allow our past to become a trap or amen or a stumbling block to our, to us getting to our future or are we going to use it amen as means of inspiration amen and look back and see how far God has brought us from I'm so glad I answered the master's call I'm so glad that I'm saved I'm so glad that I know him and the parting of my sins and that my sins have been paid for it's all under the blood never to be remembered again never to be brought up again never to be I don't have to dwell on the things of my past amen but I can dwell on my future and I can press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus I can press on the upward way new heights I'll gain each and every day as I keep my mind on Jesus it's a wonderful thing to be set free from your past to be set free from your failures to be set free 
free from the mistakes that you made and God give you a fresh start he gives you a fresh anointing he gives you a fresh blessing on your life amen he gives us a new start because the Bible says a mind of the scripture that says if any man be in Christ he is a new creature old things are passed away and behold all things have become new amen and I like new things I like new beginnings I like new experiences I like to see that good thing that God is going to do in my life and I'm so glad that I serve a God that will anoint you with fresh oil he will bless your life he'll pick you up and turn you around he'll place your feet on higher ground he'll put a song in your soul he'll put praise on your mind he will deliver you he will transition you every round will go higher and higher if you put your trust in Jesus and that's where Paul wants us to know that we don't have to dwell on the things of our past but we can put our minds on the things that God has placed into our life concerning our future. I've got a bright future. I've got a bright look out outlook on life. I don't have to hold my head down because God has lifted me up. He has given me strength. He has given me power. Isn't it good to know that God will supply you with new mercies each and every day that we wake up in the morning. God greets us with new mercy. Amen. He doesn't dwell on the things of your past. He's not concerned with yesterday because the things of yesterday are gone. But we can change our future. And God gives us opportunity each and every day. Amen. To change our past. Amen. Amen. By changing our future. By looking forward to what God has planned for us us by doing the thing that God has called for us to do by amen living the life that God has called for us to live amen for blessing our future and forgetting our past saying I'm so glad that we serve a renewing and a refreshing God I'm so glad that I answered the master's call amen because Jesus Christ has set me free and now I have victory now I have have peace. Now I have joy. Now I have deliverance. Now I have power to live the life that God has called for me to live. The Bible says in St. John the first chapter. Amen. Turn with me or you, if you can in the word of God where God is going to speak to us. He said as many amen has received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Turn with me. Amen. God's got a word for you this morning. Because God is interested in your future. More than he is concerned with your past. Amen. Here John says. Amen. John the apostle. Amen. In the 12th verse. He says. But as many as received him. To them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. 
which were born not of blood nor of the will of of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth here the word of God lets us know that he gives us power to develop power to become power to transition amen from the flesh to the to the sons of God so that we may amen inherit our spiritual inheritance again God empowers us for this he empowers us to forget our past he empowers our mind so that we can be wrapped up into what God wants us to be amen I'm so glad there are a whole lot of things I've done in my past amen that I'm so glad I don't have to answer for today but the blood has washed it away the blood has taken it away the blood has cleared my conscience the blood has cleared my mind amen it has eradicated from me the penalty of the things of my past and has given me a bright future isn't God wonderful after all the things that we've lived through after all the things that we've done whole lot of good and a whole lot of bad some mistakes amen that have amen thrown us off of our course but when we repent and turn to God he places it under the blood and he's there to prepare us for what we're not ready for now amen and the purpose for our time here is preparation and I want to encourage you today amen to get your mind on things eternal amen to find yourself preparing for your destiny it is the devil's job to keep you amen and to keep your mind off of what you what God has for you and the goals that God has for your life the blessings that he has for you the things that he wants to do in your life he wants you to sit back and worry about things that you can't change but if you can just get your mind on the word of God and believe what God says concerning you concerning your salvation concerning the things that he has planned for you because the prophet declares amen the Lord says for I know the thoughts that I have toward you thoughts of good and not of evil to give you an expected in God knows where he wants you to be it's not something that he has to figure out amen but God is already predestined in our life what he wants to do amen the Bible says now are we the sons of God and it doth not yet appear what we shall be but we know when he shall appear we shall be like him because we're going to see him as he is we're going to see him and know that our purpose has been fulfilled and I'm so glad that I've got a new direction to go into I don't have to follow in the same old path that I was delivered from the Bible said we didn't have any hope and we were without God in this world we were walking according to the course of this world 
and we were by nature the children of wrath even as others but God who is rich in mercy he wasn't willing for us to perish God loved us so much that he wanted to give us a remedy he wanted to give us a way out and that way out is Jesus that way out is Christ Jesus our Lord he'll give you a fresh start and you won't have to say if I knew amen now what I knew then amen because God will give you a fresh oil he'll give you a fresh start a fresh anointing he'll give you healing and he'll give you deliverance he'll make a way for you amen he will strengthen you amen that's the God that I serve because truth be told none of us are worthy amen all have sinned and come short of the glory of God but God in his infinite mercy and grace he gives us another chance he gives us another hope he gives us another deliverance he pours out his blessings on our life even when we don't deserve him because that is the true nature of grace we don't deserve it it's undeserving favor God knew what you were he knew the things that you would do and in spite of all that we've done he's still there to provide mercy and grace so you don't have to give up hope you don't have to feel sorry for the path that you come in but amen you can amen press toward the mark you can accept the grace gift and you can move forward you can accept what God has for you you don't have to sit back and say how could God amen forgive me for all the things that I've done all the wrong that I've done all the things that that I did against his will but God's mercy is great he's rich in mercy he's abundant in grace and he will deliver on time so I'm so glad that Paul leaves some of the most valuable advice ever penned amen he says to them that I count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do and that most valuable amen advice is forgetting those things which are are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before amen the best advice is that we can press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus amen in order amen to press toward the mark you got to forget your past you can't amen dwell in the past amen and travel in the future amen you can't have an old mind and a new mind too but there's something you got to let go amen and you got to believe that God's mercy and his forgiveness amen is abundant and it is able to blot out the handwriting of ordinances that was written against us because the Bible teaches Ezekiel prophesied and says if a man amen lives in sin in his whole life if he turns and drops all that he done and believes in God none of the things that he done amen will be counted against him in the day of judgment isn't that wonderful that you can change your destination you can change amen the order of your 
life and you can live the blessed life the blessed life is a life that is free from sin because you don't have guilt you don't have shame you don't have regrets amen I'm so glad that I don't have any regrets I don't regret coming to Jesus I don't regret giving up my sin amen it was a hard thing to and a hard concept for me to accept when I was in sin but amen when God amen anointed me when God allowed me enough strength to recover and to make a conscious and a wise decision to give my life to Jesus Christ because I had nothing to lose but everything to gain I had everything to lose amen hallelujah I had nothing to lose and everything to gain in Christ amen he brought me out of the miry clay and he set my feet on the rock to stay so we have amen here in scripture some of the most valuable device advice that has ever been penned we don't have to be amen prisoners to our past because God amen has fixed that thing for us amen God has blotted out things that should amen things that should have happened to you it didn't happen because God blotted out amen he blotted it all out the things that Satan wanted to do to destroy your life amen God blocked it he stopped it no weapon formed against me shall prosper you can make that declaration over your life that no weapon formed against me shall prosper I don't have to be a prisoner of what I used to be but I can amen embrace my future and then what God wants from me is the wonderful and it doesn't cost a dime all you got to do is believe and accept the grace gift amen God saw you he knows what our ability is he knows the things that we're wrapped up in and the things that we want to get out of but we don't have strength to get out of the customs and the habits of sin that we've had in our life for so long amen and we don't believe sometimes that we can ever recover or we can ever stop but I'm here to testify to you and let you know that Jesus is time enough for your addiction he's time enough for your habits he's able to change everything in your life you don't have to stay the same unless that's the destination that you want for your life but God has made a plan for you he has a place prepared for you amen and that place that it prepared for you it's got your name on it amen there's a song that we see God's got a blessing with your name on it God's got a blessing with your name on it he's got a mansion with your name on it he's got hope with your name on it he's got faith with your name on it he's got deliverance with your name on it and if you want to come out he can bring you out amen God has power to buy. amen the angel asked Abraham he said is it anything too hard for God it's never too late as long as the blood is yet running warm in your veins you have an opportunity amen to give it to Jesus and amen to have your sins amen forgiven and amended and taken away amen you don't have to die like this you don't have to die in the 
condition that you're in. Amen. You're not without hope. Amen. I know the devil tells you that it's too late. There's no use. There's no use in me trying to change. I've been this way too long. But amen. I'm here with the word from God. That God can change your situation. Amen. I'm a living witness that God can do it. Amen. I was bound to a lot of things for a long time. But Jesus came and broke up the fallow ground of my heart. He broke up the fallow ground of my mind. And he allowed me, amen, to receive his word. And when I had faith in him, amen, and when I began to trust him, and when I began to abandon the things, amen, that, amen, I was tied to for so long, amen, God gave me victory. Amen, he brought me out of the miry clay, and he set my feet on the rock to stay. That is my story. That is my song. That it's never too late. I don't care if you're sick in your body. Amen. You know the story of the widow that was sick for 12 long years with the issue of blood. I can imagine she thought that she would never be healed. She would never be delivered from that condition. But just one encounter with a man named Jesus changed her destination. You remember the story of the man that laid in the pool of Bethesda for 38 young years. He had never walked. He had never put his weight on his feet to walk. But one encounter with Jesus. Amen. He said amen. Jesus encountered him. Came to him at the pool of Bethesda and asked him a question. Would you be made whole? Amen. And he responded and said I have no man that is able to pick me up and put me in the water when the angel troubles the water. You remember the story? Amen. Once a year in Jewish history, the angel would come by and trouble the water at the pool of Bethesda. And the first one to step in was made whole of any issue he had. Amen. But he didn't have anybody that was able to deliver him, that was able, amen, to put him in the water. But he met a man named Jesus that was able to change his condition. And I present unto you that Jesus today. He's able to change your condition. You don't have to die like this. You don't have to die like that. You can be made whole. You can be delivered. Amen. But one thing that you got to do, you got to get your mind off of people. Man, people will jack you up. People will mess your mind up. Trying to live according to their expectation. But the only one that deserves that kind of amen. Homage from me is my God. He's the only one that I should be concerned about so much that I'll alter my living for. He's the only one that is able to deliver. So amen, you want to listen to him. You want to listen to his word. You want to believe what he declares to you. Because the same people that amen you're trying to impress. The same people that are in your ear. They can't do nothing for you. They can't bless you. They can't save you. 
They can't heal you. They can't deliver you. They can only offer their opinions of you. And your opinions ain't never delivered nobody. But the word sets us free. Can I get a witness this morning? I'm not here to impress nobody. I'm here to do what I'm called to do. Whether you like it or whether you don't like it. It's my job to preach the word of God. To preach the word of deliverance. Because I tried him. And I know him. And I found him to be a friend. I found him to be a comforter. I found him to be a healer. I found him to be a deliverer. Amen. Amen. In spite of all that I was told. All that I heard. I got a whole lot of opinions when I decided to give my life to Jesus. A lot of people had a lot to say. But a lot of people couldn't help me. All they had were their opinions. But honey, when God let me get my mind right. And I got people off of my mind. And I began to focus on him. And get my mind off of people and their opinions. I was set free. And I'm here to tell you, you can be set free. When you get people off your mind. Family members off your mind. Their opinions ain't going to help you. Only Jesus can help you. Only Jesus can heal you. Only Jesus can deliver you. You can call on another man if you want. But you'll remain in the condition that you're in. Because only the blood of Jesus can forgive sin. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus Christ. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Man didn't die for you. Jesus died for you. Jesus gave his life for you. He suffered, bled, and died all night long. He's the only one that will save your life. And if there was another man that was deceived enough to think that the sacrifice of his life was worthy for your salvation, amen, it still wouldn't do any good, amen, because, amen, his blood is tainted, but Jesus was the perfect sacrifice. He was the sacrifice, and he was the sacrificer. He was the lamb, and he was the altar that the lamb was laid on. He was the fire, that consumed the lamb and he was the lamb himself the lamb of God the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth full of mercy and understanding loving kindness and tender mercies I tell you nobody can do you like Jesus can't nobody do you like Jesus can't nobody do you like the Lord can't nobody heal, save, and deliver. So, amen, quit wasting your time. Waiting for people to approve how you live your life. This is my life. And God has given me the power of choice to make my own decisions. Whether they're good or whether they are bad. But, amen, when I make a choice for God, I'm not worried about you. Because you ain't going to help me. You ain't going to bless me. You're not going to do anything for me. But the God I serve 
He did it all. Y'all remember the song? He did it all. He did it all for me. He saved my life. He delivered me from such a great death. I was on my way to hell. I was on my way to destruction. But Jesus saw me dying in my blood. He saw me dying in my sin. And he decided that it was time to open my eyes and let me see the deliverance that was made available to me. I was brought up in church all my life. But all I knew was church. I didn't know Jesus. And I say that to those who are wrapped up in the church building but don't know Jesus. You don't know that he's a way maker. You only know your way to church and how to sing the songs. You got a form of godliness but you're denying the power. Amen. I've seen so many sitting right in church. Amen. Bound to addictions. Bound to their situation. And don't know the God that is able to deliver them. Amen. There's a whole lot of folk that know about God. But you don't know him. You got to know him. That's why you got to have a relationship with him. You just can't know about him because knowing about him is not good enough. You've got to know him for yourself. You got to know God for yourself. You got to know that God will deliver you. He'll heal you. He'll set you free. He'll pick you up. He'll turn you around. He'll change your situation. He'll maximize his grace in your life. He'll make you the head and not the tail. He'll place you above and not beneath. You'll be above only and not beneath. Not because we ain't going through things. Not because we don't have trouble like everybody else. But we've got the answer. Amen. I may be in this situation now. But after a while, by and by, God's going to turn that situation around. Can I get a witness? God's going to turn your situation around. If you really know him. Because if you call on Jesus, he'll answer prayer. You know you got folk who pray and don't even really believe what they're praying for. They pray without an expectation. They pray and not really believing that it's really going to come to pass. Amen. That's why Jesus said whatsoever you ask, when you pray, believe that you shall receive it and ye shall have it. You mean to tell me, preacher, that I can pray and don't believe that God's really going to do what I'm asking him? Well, amen. That's what Jesus meant by that verse. There are a whole lot of folk that's got form and religion. They got a name that they're living. But as the apostle John said, they're dead. All they got is what they know because they don't have faith in God. But God will transition your walk. He'll make you a new creature in Christ Jesus. You just won't have a testimony, but you'll have a life. You'll have a relationship. You'll have a connection with the only true God. And I'm so glad I know him. I'm so glad I don't have to have him explain to me. But I took time out to pick my Bible up and to try 
by him for myself. Can I get a witness? Has anybody ever tried him? Has anybody ever know him? Has anybody ever developed a relationship with God? So that what people say really don't make no difference no how. Because I know Jesus for myself. Amen. He's a mighty good company keeper. He's a mighty good friend. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. And the song says, no, not one. No, not one. None else can heal all of my soul diseases. No, not one. No, not one. Jesus knows all about my struggle. And he will be there until the day is done. Because there's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. Amen. And Jesus will be your friend when the world walks away from you. When people don't understand you. They don't understand your journey. They don't understand your calling. They don't want the suffering that you got to go through. Amen. Amen. We become so churchy that when people are experiencing trials, the first thing to come to our mind is what he's done. But the Bible tells me through much tribulation must we enter to the kingdom of God. Yes, I may go in a trial, but I'm coming out. Can I get a witness? I may have sickness in my body, but God's going to heal me because he's going to give me a testimony. Amen. He's going to show me by experience that he's a healer, that he's a deliverer. That he's a way maker and that he's a heart fixer and a mind regulator. We want the we want the money, but we don't want the test. So when we're experiencing hard times and when we're experiencing trouble, amen, because amen of the Pharisaic attitude that we possess sometimes, we think, amen, that amen, somebody's done something wrong. Amen. You remember the story in the book of John? Amen. When the blind man was healed, amen, they said, Who is he? Who is this blind man? Who sinned that this man has been born blind? Amen. Jesus said, ain't nobody sinned, but that the glory of God might be revealed. Amen. There's some things God is doing for his glory. There's certain things that God's going to do for you for his glory. Amen. To put his stamp of approval, to place his anointing on your life. So be faithful and hold on to God and know that God is able. Amen. If I knew then, what I knew now. That's a true saying. Some Sometimes, amen. But I know that God had a plan for my life. Amen. God knew how he would bring you. He knew the path that you had to take to condition your heart to receive salvation. Amen. There are a whole lot of us that we've come from a lot of, amen, diverse backgrounds. But God had a way to get us all in the body. He had all, he had a way to, to draw us all to repentance. So, amen. I don't regret my past. There's some things, amen, that I don't, I'm not proud of, um, amen, but amen, surely um, I don't have to feel underprivileged by because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Jesus said, I come to call sinners to repentance, um, and everybody's been saved, been saved from sin. Um, you weren't born righteous. Um, you weren't born holy. Um, I don't care if your parents were married, um, amen, you were born in sin um, and shaping in iniquity um, like us 
all. Amen. And you needed a savior to save you. You needed a savior to deliver you. You needed a, amen. You got to call on Jesus like everybody else. You got to get the Holy Ghost like everybody else. There's no easy road for no man. Because we all are born in sin. Amen. Through Adam's transgression. But that second man, Adam, he came and he showed up to deliver us from sin. To bring us out of darkness into this marvelous light. And that man is Jesus. That second man, Adam, is the Lord from heaven. And he came with deliverance in his wings. Amen. The Bible says, is my hand shortened that it cannot save? Is my ear heavy that I cannot hear your calling? I am God and I faint not. That's why you sons of Jacob hasn't been consumed. That's why you haven't been destroyed because I am God. I am your deliverer. I am your healer. I am your way maker. I'm the one that has made the way for you. I am the one that has blessed you. I am the one that has brought you out. I am the one that has healed your body. I am the one who has opened the door that no man can close and closed the door that no man could open. I am your protection. I'm the reason why you are living. Don't you know the devil had it in for you? He wanted to destroy you a long time ago. And if God's hand had been on your life, you would have been dead long time ago. On your way to a Christless hell. But amen. God had mercy on you. And he's, amen, preserving your life so that you can hear the word of the gospel and believe. Nothing else matters. Nothing else is important. Nothing else down here is worth going to hell over. You must be saved. You must be healed. You must be delivered. And Jesus is still on the throne. He's still saving men, women, girls, and boys everywhere. He's still delivering. And I just thank him today for the time to come. Amen. And to amen. Preach the word of God this morning. If I knew then what I know now. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. I've had those thoughts when it comes to things concerning my salvation. Wish I'd have got saved when I was young. I wish I wouldn't have went through what I wish I Wish I hadn't been on drugs. Wish I hadn't been on alcohol. I wish I hadn't gotten involved in the things that I got involved with as a young man. I, amen. But God turned that situation around. I, what the devil meant to destroy my life, God turned it around and blessed me with it. I, he brought me out. He gave me a testimony. I, he gave me a word and I thank him today. My soul is eternally grateful to our Lord Jesus Christ because he could have took my life he could have destroyed me he could have amen he could have left me in my sin he could have left me where I was bound and addicted to drugs and alcohol he could have left me there amen on that crack he could have left me there on that boat he could have left me there with the liquor bottle in my hand he could have left me there amen hallelujah in my sin amen in my fornication in my wrongdoing and I would have been on my way to hell but Jesus changed the story. He brought me out of the miry clay and he set my feet on a rock today. And you know what? Amen. There ain't no sin that God's grace can't handle. Amen. The Bible says, but he giveth more grace. Oh, glory to God. Your sin may be great in your eyes, but it ain't nothing God can't handle. It ain't nothing God can't deal with. There's no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do the same thing for you. 
you. Amen. God will deliver you. He will bring you out. Amen. He will save your very soul. Amen. He'll give you a new beginning. You will have to be regretful about your yesterday. But you can look at it and say, I thank God for where he brought me from. And when I look around and see what the Lord has done for me, I don't know what I would do without the Lord. I don't know where I would be if his mercy hadn't saved me. I don't know how. I don't know where I would have been. I don't know where I would have ended up if Jesus hadn't came and broke, amen, the chains of sin in my life, amen, and filled my soul with the Holy Ghost, amen, gave me a song of rejoicing, put shouting in my feet, put clapping in my hands, put a song down in my soul, a song of rejoicing, a song of deliverance, and yes, I'm going to sing of his mercy, I'm going to sing of his grace, I'm going to bless the name of God, because he's worthy, he's worthy to be praised, and I'm here to sing his blessings, I'm here to sing his mercy, and I'm so glad that I answered, I'm so glad that I heard the voice of the Lord and turned my feet to his salvation. We're so grateful for the time to come today and to share a word with you today, a word that will inspire you, that you don't have to feel bad about your past, but truly make your past your past. Amen. Jesus will, amen. He will take the sting out of death. He will remove the guilt. I'm so glad I don't have to look over my shoulder anymore. I don't have to worry about the things that I used to do because it's paid for. The blood has covered and he has taken away my sins. We hope that something was said that will encourage your life, that will encourage your soul, that will help you to reach. Hallelujah. That will help you to reach out to Jesus Christ. If you reach and if you try, he'll reach for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your eternal words your words are spirit and they are life now we ask that you would take the seed that has been planted and bring forth harvest let somebody say what must i do to be saved let somebody come running amen hallelujah fling the raft to come let somebody's eyes be opened through the hearing of your word oh god for the entrance of your word giveth light bless somebody today heal somebody's body and save somebody's soul Amen. We count this, amen, as a blessing to be able to come and to let you have your way, God. Lord God, as we continue to decrease, increase, bless, deliver, and set free. Lord, we ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We are, amen. Here, amen, if you have prayer requests, amen, if you want somebody to pray for you, God will pray, amen, we'll pray and God will heal you. God will touch you. God will deliver you. God will save you. God is able. Amen. If you don't have a place of worship to come to worship, amen, make your way to the Greater Refuge Temple Church of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 420 56th Street, Northeast Washington, D.C., where our pastor's Bishop William Michael Fields. Amen. Where the word of God is going forth with power and demonstration of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Let the word of God bless your soul because the entrance of his word giveth light. God bless you. In the name of the Lord is our prayer. Amen. Please continue to pray for us. Amen. We're still establishing in the means that you can support. Amen. This, amen, this gospel, this word of God that is going forth. If you want to send you support, we'll have that ready for you as soon as possible. Amen. And we'll get that to you. 
Lord's will on our next Saturday we'll be here so that you can, amen, sow into, amen, this ground. This is good ground, and God is working. God bless you until we meet again is our prayer.